0: Welcome to another edition of An Artifact Journey. I'm your host, Philip J. Merrill with my sidekick.
1: As always, I'm Veronica Carr.
0: And today we're going to talk about what's race got to do with it?
1: The answer, every damn thing.
0: Let's say that again, what's race got to do with it? Everything. Okay, so let's start off with something that I think is going to immediately grab everyone's attention. We're going to discuss a letter from 1908.
1: Yes, 114 years ago.
0: And for you that are curious, just think about this for a moment. In present day, you love to be all up in everyone else's business.
1: You love to to scroll through your social media posts on your Twitter, you know, Twitter and Instagram and so forth. We love to read other people's drama, basically, and other people's thoughts.
0: You also... When you're out you're you're signifying you're looking at what some uh, someone's wearing you know what they're buying, what kind of car and they're like,
1: and if you're like me, you're in the grocery store line, bored as heck, and you're looking over someone's shoulder to see what they're texting
0: oh, uh, okay, so in other words, you could clearly be classified as a nosy Negro I'm gonna buy a t shirt that says that nosy Negro number one, so in this nineteen oh eight letter. It's official letterhead for the Colombian Standard. I know this
1: is not like the Colum like the Colombian that you could think of like the country. This is actually a just somewhere in
0: Illinois. As a matter of fact, it's Assumption, Illinois, and I gotta be straight up. I ain't never heard of Assumption.
1: You know, I ain't heard of Assumption. So let me give you a quick few facts on Assumption, Illinois. Assumption, Illinois currently has a population of less than twelve hundred. There are one thousand one hundred and fifty-five people who live in Assumption, Illinois and 99% of them are Caucasians. There is no measurable black population and a very small Hispanic, Asian, and or mixed-race population.
0: Okay, so let's go a step further. What in the world would the population have been in the early 1900s? <laughs> like two black people. Two, two, two that were passing through quickly? Very quickly. Okay, so um, let's just get to the nitty-gritty. On the left-hand side of this rare letter, it states... Official organ of the Colombian party platform. First, stop foreign immigration. Is this 2022 or 1908? Is this the Republican Party or the Colombian Party? Okay, right. No kidding. Straight up. Number two, ship the Negroes out of the United States. And number three, every other good thing for our People and country.
1: And so, if we didn't know any better, we would think that this is 2022 because it seems like so many cough cough Republican politicians run on the same platform. Well, and the old adage is the more things change, the more they stay the
0: same. Okay, Okay, so let's reiterate 1908, not 2022. (laughs) Right.
1: They're talking about foreign immigrants. They're talking about shipping Negroes out of the United States. They didn't care where, just anywhere. And anything that they believed was good for the country, which obviously didn't include Negroes.
0: And then it says, write for a sample copy. Well, I would love to have a sample copy to see what in the world uh, with racist racist ideologies were being uh, put to pen in this uh, newspaper.
1: And interestingly enough, it's published by a Dr. J.E. Harper of Assumption, Illinois.
0: Which is very difficult to find anything on Dr. J.E. Harper. So
1: interestingly enough, in, in trying to do some research on Assumption, Illinois, I couldn't come across a whole lot. of. I found a modern day Wikipedia page that breaks down, you know, the normal stuff, demographics and statistics and census from 18, I think, 10 onwards. But in trying to build a case around what Assumption, Illinois would have been like in 1908, we got to look at the concept of sundown towns. What kind of towns? Sundown towns. Sundown towns basically translate to towns that as a person of African descent or non-white person, you'd not want to be in these towns past sundown or really in the daytime at all because you could either be arrested, you
0: could be killed. So in other words, I really would like to put my Oculus on and be in a metaverse where I could safely from the confines of my bedroom, drinking some coffee or my favorite alcoholic beverage and, and walk through this town, correct? Okay, all right. But
1: there is a town that's about a hundred miles from Assumption, Illinois, that was a noted sundown town that's been documented, known as Anna, A-N-N-A, Illinois. Which, in a turn of events, a hundred plus years later, has now begun a Black Lives Matter movement, the first in that part of Illinois, because of unfortunately the tragic murder of George George Floyd. They've decided that they've needed to reevaluate. What Anna has stood for in the past and what it's going to stand for in the future.
0: And what does Anna stand for?
1: Anna stands for Ain't No Negro Around. And literally, if you look at the ge- geography, demographics, and census, there really weren't no Negroes around.
0: So then that falls right into line with what uh, Dr. J.E. Harper was putting down in 1908 as the editor and publisher of the Columbian right. Standard. Right. He wasn't mincing words, he was clear cut to the point. And Look what we can learn from just one historic letter that was acquired many years ago at an online auction. There is so much research that can be done to interpret and to contextualize and to make a historic primary source document resonate with material uh, and activities going on in present day.
1: And interestingly enough, this letter was actually written the same month and year as a... Documented race riot in Springfield, Illinois, about 40 miles away. Between August 14th and August 16th, 1908, a mob of 5,000 white Americans and European immigrants attacked African Americans in the town of Springfield, Illinois, after two of them were um, allegedly charged with the murder and rape of a white woman. So, you know, unfortunately, same old story when it comes to race riots is that someone is falsely accused of rape and then a riot kicks off and displaces black residents in a town that has a multigenerational effect. So this wasn't in Assumption, Illinois, per se, but it was close enough to Assumption, Illinois, where you can kind of imagine that the effects and how Assumption was probably the same way, which explains why it has a 99 percent white population.
0: OK, so let me get this straight. This Springfield race riot, which I am familiar with, occurred 40 miles from?
1: 40 miles from Assumption, Illinois, same year, same month. And And so Dr. J. Harper very well could have been very much in favor of this race riot. And who knows if there are any issues of the Colombian standard that endorsed these white citizens and European immigrants attacking these um, black citizens.
0: Boy, would we like to be on an artifactual journey and and find a copy of this Colombian standard? And who, who knows when it was established? how long it lasted, um, how much it cost, and where, if any, um, surviving copies are. You know, could they be in someone's closet? Yeah, or, or could it be in a, a non-digitized repository somewhere just waiting for some researcher to uncover? So let me go to another point. What, what geographically is also near uh, assumption besides this uh, Springfield, Illinois? Well, in, ter-
1: in terms of towns that we know in Illinois, I think Peoria is about 100 miles. Oh, I've heard of that. Bingo, bingo. So, yeah, 100 miles away is Peoria, Illinois. And unfortunately, because um, I'm geographically challenged.
0: Can we just talk about some other ways as well, or we're going to just stick to that one? That okay, comment. all right.
1: We're going to ignore that okay, comment. Right. So, in trying to do research on towns that were nearby, uh, I wasn't too familiar with a whole lot of towns that are nearby. So, Peoria and Springfield were the two that are actually close enough to Assumption. And it is a small a very small town and there were smaller towns around it. So if anyone happens to go to Assumption, Illinois, well, let us know.
0: So to wrap this up, how exciting is it to you to dig into the past, go down a rabbit hole or do a deep dive or have a lightning session with regard to trying to get your arms around Something that was uh, published 114 years ago.
1: I don't know if exciting is a word. Well, actually, I'm not going to lie. It is exciting. And it's also, it's painful. It's um complex. On one level, it's an interesting letter to kind of dissect just from the masthead alone. I mean... We didn't even get a chance to even actually look at the, what the letter says. It could be very boring for all we know.
0: Well, well and, and we can't even talk about the letter because right. we're stuck with, oh, w- with the the message just so, knocked us off our chairs.
1: Like, like we said, the more things change, the more they say the same. You know, you could literally take those exact same words and transplant them in twenty twenty, you know, twenty 2020 and twenty and 2022. and it's almost like you're you really haven't come forward one hundred fourteen years. You're still stuck in Assumption, Illinois, in
0: August nineteen oh eight. No. Let me ask you this. Do you think in present day, if we were able to track down any Harper descendant, A, that they would reply to us and B, would they be shocked or would they just, you know, say that that was our great, great grandfather?
1: You know, that's a good question. Uh, And that kind of reminds me of like, you know, the various um, descendants you've researched of African Americans, largely who sometimes are not aware that their grandfather or great grandfather or great grandparents held these opinions or views or did A, B and C or, There's the flip side of the coin where they say, well, he was a product of his time and he was a good person. And, you know, he was a stalwart citizen in the community. And it's almost like a defense. But at the same time, it's like, okay, well, he he was who he was.
0: So in in present day, we use a term called it is what it is.
1: Right. Right. It is what it is. So on the one hand, uh, J.E. Harper very well could have been a product of his time, Uh, you know, in, in a largely white town. This could have been just the way that everyone thought and how they accepted the way they viewed race and immigration and so forth.
0: It wouldn't have been really interesting if J.E. Harper, M.D., had employed a person of African descent as a servant.
1: That's always a thing that, and unfortunately, (laughs) at the same time, we really can't be surprised because just because these people had black servants, had black workers, may have interacted with black people, it doesn't unfortunately excuse and or even remove their racist attitudes. It probably even heightened it because they they have interacted with a person that they of African descent that they despised and it allowed them to kind of um magnify their racism.
0: So, let me just repeat it for the people that are coming in late to this. We're looking at a 1908 letter from the Colombian Standard that was published by J.E. Harper MD. He was also the editor, and on the left-hand side of the letter it reads official organ of the Colombian party platform first stop foreign immigration right there i'm, I'm done stick a fork oh, in it done number two ship the negroes out of the united states really now keep in mind in 1908 this is before we start looking at the major migration uh from the south up into the north into the chicago area and so forth so he's he's ahead of the curve wanting to ship the negroes out of the united states wow Uh, Number three, this one is equally um, uh, detrimental to my mental health at the moment. Every other good thing for our people and country. Who's our people?
1: Right. Right. And I I think that's what gets me, because unfortunately, if you look in 2022 and you look at a certain party, they view our people and our country as just one particular group they're talking about. It's white people. Um, And they they view America as being the land of white people. Uh, So 1908 to 2022... Nothing's really changed when it comes to a certain segment of a country.
0: And that is enough for this topic. I think we need to go out on an artifactual journey to see what we could find with regard to any additional information with regard to the Colombian Standard published and edited by the curious Dr. J.E. Harper.
1: And at the end of this episode, I'll both pose a question on um, the Anchor platform and also on our social media channels. And please feel free to discuss this, what you think, what you feel, um, any part of this co- this podcast, because it's always fascinating, not just recording it and getting to do the research, but also seeing what our um, audience thinks about this.
0: Well, and, and with that said, by any chance, if any descendants are listening, holla. Okay, we're open for the conversation. And... and, and if someone is from Assumption or has relatives that were from there, please circle back to us. We're, we're very, very interested in learning more about the racial climate historically and present day of Assumption, Illinois.
1: All right. This has been another episode, exciting episode of Artifactual Journey. I am Veronica
0: Carr. And I'm Philip J. Merrill. We will see you again. We're out.